Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money off of my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it is so easy to use on the go. I can pull up the app on my phone, record a podcast, add some music, add my intro, add my outro, and edit all on the fly. So there's no need to sit by a laptop all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast, boo. Welcome to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey, certified life coach, passionate author, and speaker from Living My Empowered Life. She's on a mission to help women just like you achieve your goals and break through any barriers holding you back from living the life you deserve. If you're ready to slay life without apology, you've come to the right place. Here she is now, your host, Tracy Massey. What's poppin'? Welcome to the Charging Station Podcast. It's your girl, Tracy Massey of Living My Empowered Life. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome. Come on in. Have a seat. Tap that hand sanitizer. If you're getting yourself a drink, make sure you wash your hands, but help yourself. You know, come on in, grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your water, grab your wine, whatever your beverage of choice is. Grab that thing and have a seat on the couch. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. I hope you return. I hope you leave a review. I hope you share this podcast, you know, all that good jazz. But we love having you here to all of our returning listeners. Hey, boo. Hey, welcome back. I'm not choking this week, y'all. <laughs> Hunty, if you listen to last week's episode, yeah, I had a little flash of of panic for a second because I swallowed and my drink went the wrong way. And since, oh, Lord, life came at me fast, but I'm being dramatic, y'all. But I did get strangled on my drink. So, yeah, there's that. But anywho, I hope that you are having a fabulous day, morning, night, evening, whatever time it is in your area. I hope it's great. And I hope that you're following me on Instagram at Living My Empower Life or on Facebook at Living My Empower Life or on Twitter at Tracy Empowers or TikTok at Living My Empower Life. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. Child. We're just everywhere. But mostly we're on Instagram. So follow me over there. Um... This week, I want to talk to you. I want to share with you because, you know, sharing is caring. I want to share with you five things to do to improve your mood and mindset while grieving. 
So these are things that I do on a consistent basis. I may not do all five at one time because, you know, time may not permit for all five. But in some way, shape or form, I'm doing these five things throughout the week to help improve my mood and mindset. So you can actually do these things even if you're not grieving as a um, maintenance kind of thing, you know, so. I'm going to share these things that I do, and I would love to hear your thoughts on these. So be sure to join my mailing list as well. And um, all that good jazz. So here we go. Here we go. My top five things. All right. Number one, I meditate on God's word. Y'all should have known that was that was a given. That, that was a given. God's word does not return unto him void. And it really does put me in a better better mindset and a better space of hope and faith and especially when things are going left. So what I do when I am meditating on God's word, that's a fancy way of saying reading and studying the word. Um, meditating is actually like concentrating on what is said, what is written. So what I do when, I, when I'm in God's word is I will write and recite the scriptures out loud. And there are a plethora of scriptures. Um, I have a lot of them on sticky notes in my bedroom. So I can refer to them pretty quickly. I have some saved in my phone. So I'm just going to share a few that I keep on hand. <laughs> because there are a lot. And then you can break them, break the scriptures up into whatever category you need. So if you're needing hope, find scriptures about hope. If you're needing sleep, find scriptures that talk about rest. Um, big one is strength and peace. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see an IGTV live. I did that. I say, I don't pray and ask God for peace and strength. That may sound crazy, but baby, trust, and ooh, trust me when I say that instead Find scriptures that talk about strength and peace because you already got it. But I may do a podcast on that. But right now, go check me out on Instagram. But here are a few scriptures that I meditate on a lot. Um, the first one is Amos 9 verses 13 through 15. I have been meditating on this particular scripture for about three years. And I'm starting to see the fruit of it. I'm starting to see things <laughs> come to life uh, because I continually meditate on the scripture and read this one out of the message Bible because honey, the message Bible, I call it the ghetto Bible because it just, it just gives it to you straight. And there is a message behind it, but that was Amos nine. If you want to grab a notebook, write this down. Amos 9, 13 through 15. Also, Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts and plans I have towards you, thoughts of peace and an expected end. I love that scripture because it, it reminds me that I'm really not in control of situations. And God knows what he has in store for me. So I can surrender. I can just be like, okay, God, this is not saying that I'm not taking responsibility for what I do because we do have free will. You know, we can make decisions for ourselves. We can make bad choices or whatever. You know, we're not robots. So we do, ha God has given us a mind and whatever decision we make, that's our decision. But this scripture helps to remind me that God has a plan for my life. So even if I go astray, which sometimes your girl does, 
even if I go astray, God can still use whatever I've done and use it to to keep me on the path that he has planned for me. And that actually goes into another scripture. Um, I think it's Romans 8 and 28. Don't quote me on that. Y'all, I'm not a Bible scholar. Okay, I just know a little bit of word. <laughs> um, another one of my favorite scriptures. Um, I've been meditating on this scripture since my daughter passed away, actually. Um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. This particular scripture has kept me, kept me, kept me, kept me, kept me. It's kept me from committing suicide. It's kept me from um, turning my back completely on God, especially after my daughter passed away. It helps me to not try to figure out everything all the ding dang time. Because I can prevent myself from from doing things because I'm trying to figure out how it's going to happen and sometimes moving with God it just doesn't make sense it does not make sense to your natural mind like he can say one plus one equals five thousand like how am I going to explain that so Proverbs 3 and 5 especially after my daughter passed away it just put me in a space of like okay God whatever you're doing I'm going to trust you I don't like it I don't like it and this hurts and like could you not have done something less dramatic? But since we're here, I'm going to trust you because clearly you got something coming for me. But yeah, that's that's just how I feel about that. Um, two more scriptures, Psalm 88 and 1 and Psalm 59 and 17. I love the book of Psalms. It is music to me. The book of Psalm puts me into a place of worship. And when you're in a space of worship, it helps to put you in a place of gratitude and surrender. And it really just helps you to concentrate on who God is and not your situation, not the problems that are going around. And I have have honestly gotten answers. Like God has has given me answers to prayers and he's given me instruction and guidance when I couldn't decide which way to go. I've gotten those answers while reading the book of Psalm. So the Bible, baby, just, just listen to God's word. He, he know what he, he knows what he's doing. So the second thing that I, I do, which I just recently started do started doing, and I shared this on Instagram as well, is the practice of deep breathing and stretching. So deep breathing and stretching, it helps to improve flexibility when you're stretching, you know, muscles get tight. It helps to relieve tension. So I carry stress and anxiety and worry all up and through my neck and shoulders. So being able to stretch and take a deep breath in, hold it for one, two, three, four, five, deep breath out and just rolling my shoulders and rolling my neck in a circle, just, you know, allowing myself to release all of that tension. Oh, I'm getting relaxed just, just thinking about it. <laughs> but the deep breathing also helps to improve focus because you're actually focusing on taking a deep breath in and releasing it. So let's do it. Let's do it right now. Okay, let's do it. All right. Ready? Loosen up. Shake your shoulders out. Shake your arms. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your fingers. Let all that tension out. Ready? 
Deep breath in. In through your nose. Deep, deep breath in. Let all that air fill up your lungs. Expand your chest. Hold it. Five, four, three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth slowly and feel all of that tension release. Ah, feels good, right? So I do deep breathing and meditation in the morning and at night before I go to bed. And it's just, it's a great way to start my day. Like I'll do the deep breathing and meditation after I've done my prayer time and my you know, regular routine. It's just a great way to, as the trendy kids say, center. <laughs> it's a great way to center and prepare for the day. And it's also a great way to recenter and end my day. Release all that stuff from the day. You know, you deserve it, girl. Don't be holding all that stuff down. Number three, journaling. I will stand on this hill climb the highest mountain and tell everybody baby if you're not journaling start now journaling is a great way to see your progress i just word vomit on pages sometimes sometimes i don't but when i'm having a rough moment I can write out everything that I'm feeling if I'm angry with God, because sometimes I still get angry with him. He don't care. (laughs) Like, that's not a fight that I'm going to win. But I can put on these pages exactly what my heart is feeling, exactly the, the thoughts and things that are racing through my mind. Because a lot of times what's in our heads, like the conversations we're having in our heads is really made magnified. And a hundred times worse than what it re- the problem actually is. So I found that journaling and writing it out, I can find a solution. And seeing it on paper, it can, it can be like, okay, girl, this is really not as, as bad as you think it is. Do this, 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 and this. X, Y, Z. Here we go. But when I'm trying to figure something out and I'm keeping it in my head, oh, that's a hot mess. Hot mess express don't do it don't do it and the older I get you know I forget stuff so I can write down exactly what I'm feeling exactly what's troubling my spirit and put it on these pages and then go back later on and be like oh I remember when I was having that rough day but look at God look at how far he's brought me so journal 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 the fourth thing that's really important and can help improve your mindset and your mood, get active. 15 minutes a day. I sound like a Geico commercial. Hey, Geico, if you if there's a rep for Geico listening, hey, we got ad space for you. But anyway, get up and get active. You don't have to do a full blown out workout unless you so choose. I intentionally get outside for um, increments during during the day. So when I'm working during the day, I get two 15-minute breaks. I intentionally go and stand on my balcony and just feel the breeze on my skin, listen to the birds sing, watch the birds fly, watch the geese fly around, watch the squirrels battle it out, just so I can release whatever you know busyness of the day and just reset for a moment and breathe some fresh air. If I'm not standing on my balcony after work or first thing in the morning, I may combine my prayer time. Like I will in the morning, I will combine my prayer time and go for a walk and just walk and talk to God. Or in the evening, I'll take a walk. 15 minutes. 
15 minutes in the morning or the evening or if I'm doing a workout you know I'll work out for about 30 to 45 minutes and it really does improve your mood and the thing is when you're grieving you don't want to do any of this stuff so you really 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 have to be intentional about getting up and doing it and I guarantee you you will feel better you will feel better because what's happening is you're getting your blood flowing, you're getting these endorphins moving, and all of these this chemical reaction is happening in your brain and it's signaling like, okay, wait a minute, we're we're moving. Something's happening. All right, this feels pretty good. You get some dopamine going like, yeah, like all that good stuff improves your mood. You know, it helps to improve your mood. Now, if you are... um Dealing with a deep depression, you will have to add number five. Number five, talk to a professional. Listen, sis, there is nothing wrong with seeking professional help. A licensed therapist in your area, or you don't even have, they don't even have to be in your area anymore. There are, um, yes, they do. They have to be licensed in the state. Sorry about that. Um, but there are ways if you are if you can't get to a therapist, you can now um, go live with one via the Internet. So there are things like like telecommute, telehealth. There we go. Telehealth. Um, I actually see my therapist like my therapist has an office in the in Charlotte, but we haven't seen each other in person in a year because every week we're on um, a screen. And it's a a deep dive therapy session. So there are places, different practices that, that offer telehealth. Or you can go to places like betterhelp.com, openpathcollective.com. These resources are online where they match you with a therapist for a specific need that you have. And I highly recommend, before you put down any money, for any kind of consultation with a therapist, interview that therapist. Make sure that you two are compatible because the one thing that you don't want to do is get linked up with somebody that does not hear you, does not um, understand how you think or anything like that. So make sure you interview the person that you're wanting to help with your mental health. Also, you have coaches like, hello, sis over here is a coach. And guess who's taking new clients? Yeah, yeah, your girl is taking new clients. So I do have a um, coaching program that I am, the wait list is open right now, but I do have a coaching program that is going to teach you how to disrupt the cycle of grief. I have years of experience in this, in my own experience as well as in practice. So um, be sure to head over to Instagram, click the link in my bio and sign up for the waiting list. Um, Space is limited because I want to give um, one-on-one attention to, to people who sign up. So more details on that to come but yes please 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 reach out to someone for help you do not have to take this journey alone i will say that until i have no breath left in my body you are not alone there are millions of people out here who are dealing with grief who are dealing with the stresses of life baby all of us had got have a little ptsd going on you know because hello pandemic But please, you know, the way that you're going to make it 
is if you take the initiative to help yourself. Nobody can do it for you. Like nobody can come in and rescue you. If you if somebody's coming in to rescue you, it's a little too late, boo. We don't want you to get to the point where you need rescuing. So let's be proactive instead of reactive. Okay? I want to see you win, sis. I want to see you win. You are too smart, too gorgeous, too much of an awesome human being to be sitting on the sidelines watching everybody else get in the game and, you know, you not being there. You deserve to win. And I want you to win. Whether it be with me as your coach or you be with somebody else, I want you to win. Point blank, period. Okay? That's it, y'all. I just want to give you those tips, help you make it through whatever you're dealing with. Get active. Read your Bible. Meditate on the word. Breathe. Stretch. Shake. Let it go. That is such a May song. Yeah. But you get it. Deep breathing, meditation, stretching, journaling, get active, talk to a professional. All of these things, put them in your tool belt so you can win. All right. As always, we're going to close out in prayer, in prayer. Father God is in the matchless name of Jesus that I thank you once again, Lord, for a time here with my friends, my peeps. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would help them take what was said in this episode and implement it in their lives, God, and you transform them and set them on a higher path, God. Help them to um, defeat and disrupt whatever cycles are going on in their lives, oh God. Place your anointing on them, Lord, so they can break every yoke and every chain and live life empowered. Help them to gain wings and mount up wings like an eagle so they can soar above the fray. Help them, oh God, to be filled with love and joy, peace and prosperity. And just enjoy life, God, because we know that life is way too short and at the blink of an eye, things can change. And it's just not worth being miserable. Lord, restore the joy that may have been stolen from them, God. Give them peace. Give them strength, which you've already given them, God. Help them to see it within them, God. Help them to withstand the trials and tribulations of this world and be able to live in joy. Thank you, Father, for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you are about to do. I'm excited, Lord, for I know that great things are in store. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, peeps. It, at the time of recording of this podcast, it will be Memorial Day weekend. Please, please, please be safe if you're doing anything. Remember, we're still in a personal pan pizza. So I don't care what the CDC says, y'all. Still be safe. You know, Rona's still out there. I know somebody on has a family member right now who is in ICU on a ventilator after the mask mandates have been lifted. So please be careful, y'all. But enjoy yourselves. Be safe. I want to see you back here next week. Same time, same bat station. All right. I love you. Remember, God loves you. I love you. And ain't nothing you can do about it. Boop. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey. We hope you enjoyed the episode, but more importantly, we hope you'll take the next step and apply these tools in your own life. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review so others can find this podcast too. You definitely want to check out livingmyempoweredlife.com 
for free resources and all kinds of goodies, all to help you slay life without apology. Until next time, ready, set, live.